Welcome to the first episode of Pursue Your Path. I'm your host, Sarah Rampart, and I'm super excited to finally get this podcast up and started. I feel like I have recorded so many videos and messed up, and now I just want to get through the first episode, and maybe every episode after will be a lot easier. Now, Pursue Your Path is a faith-based podcast where I will share a lot of my personal experiences in life along with guests sharing their experiences in life where maybe you didn't know God was there or you did, but it's hard to accept you're going through a hard time and why is God putting you through something until you're out of it, you know? Because that's what I realized. I didn't realize God was with me through all of these certain challenges in my life until I was older. And I didn't start really pursuing my faith until last year. Honestly, I grew up in a Catholic Christian household, but sorry, mom and dad, it's a little lukewarm where we didn't really go to church. It wasn't talked about as much as it should have been in the home. And I mean, I just feel like that's how I grew up, you know, and it's fine. I actually prefer what has happened now because I knew the stories of Jesus and God and, and stuff like that growing up, but I didn't really, I wasn't really interested. And so I like the fact that now that I am grown up a little bit more and I personally have had experiences where no doubt it was God with his hand guiding me, um, Finally, pursuing this on my own, going and buying a Bible and studying it on my own and encouraging even some of my family members to do the same. Sorry, guys, I heard Alina. And so to start with the podcast, I got plenty of signs that this was the right path that I was on and what I needed to be doing. So my first sign before the podcast was that I got a Bible. I had blessings kind of just flowing into my life that seemed like a miracle in itself because I don't know really where they came from other than, you know, I could have chopped it up to my husband is working his butt off and I am blessed and grateful and thankful for him in his own. But there are also things that it's like, well, it's undeniably the fact that God put this opportunity in in our lives because we just took a leap of faith. And so after all these little miracles were happening and opportunities presenting itself, I decided I need to get a Bible. And I pushed it off for so long. I pushed it off for months, honestly. I just kept doubting and doubting. And saying, no, I don't have the money. No, I don't even know where to start in the Bible. No, I'm not going to read it. All these things where it just made me not want to. But I felt really called to get one. Like I kept thinking, oh, I want a Bible. I want a Bible. I want a Bible. I really, really, really want a Bible. So I started to do a little bit of my research what Bibles I wanted. I could have done a lot more because now I have two Bibles and now I want like three more, you know? So I think that's what happens anyways when I talk to a lot of people who are 
what I'm going to call seasoned Christians, they have stacks of Bibles and stacks of studying like books and uh, what do you call them? Uh, Oh, I can't even think of it. The devotionals. There you go. And so I know seasoned Christians, this isn't something new to them when they hear someone has three, four, five Bibles or study books, because that's just what happens. Now, I got this Bible by simply just going to Barnes and Noble and picking what one I felt was right. I sat on the floor. uh, Alina had just been born. And I just started flipping through all of these Bibles sitting on the floor at Barnes and Noble to think, you know, which one do I really feel like I can comprehend? And I fell upon the She Reads Truth Bible. Now, doing more research in the She Reads Truth Bible, I really do like that Bible. And it was the first one I started with. And I made it all cutesy and rainbow colored like tabs and stuff. But then I started doing more research and I realized I kind of want a little bit of all the versions because then I wanted the NLT, the New Living Translation Bible. Then I was gifted the Catholic Study Bible, this one with some of the missing books that they took out of other Bibles. And so that's the one I'm really navigated or yeah, navigated to right now is that one because I don't know. It it has the footnotes at the bottom that help me understand like a part that I'm reading. But every time, no matter what Bible I'm reading, I always am finding myself like shocked, literally jaw to the floor, shocked from what I'm reading because people weren't lying. If you read it kind of like it's a drama and a novel, that's exactly what it feels like, even though it's really hard to read some of the names and the cities. I kind of just butcher them. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to butchering the names and the cities and the places. Um, But I just I just keep going. I know it'll come to me later on. I know I can always look it up after or during when I'm doing my little Bible study. I know that is the least of it. I'm getting the gist of the story without knowing all these names. And thankfully, the names that are really important are actually kind of simple, you know, like Joseph and John and Jacob and Jesus, you know, all these names I can actually read. Now, um, I really had a strong presence of God when I was reading the Bible and scripture, and it was coming to life. And I remember the first day I really sat down and opened my Bible was actually this year, January 16th on my birthday. And that is also the day I decided I'm going to get back on social media and I'm not going to quit because for whatever reason, that's what I, it was months ago where I felt like people should listen to the word of God. And so I'm sitting there and I'm reading and I literally just started in Genesis. I had no idea where to start. I've heard so many theories on starting in the gospel, start at Genesis, start at this, start at that. And so my goal was, I'm going to read Genesis, and then I'll go to the Gospels. I want to at least read the first book of the Bible before I jump into the Gospels, even though I've done a little a little jumping around. It just depended on the day. And so I was reading the scripture. It was Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. And that verse, like I, it had me laughing 
but it also was so powerful and meaningful to what I'm deciding to do today. And this is when my first sign started from God and confirmation, but it wasn't like I didn't know it was a sign necessarily. And I remember recording a video of me reading it. And it was pretty much when the serpent, aka Satan, came in through doubt into Eve's mind. He literally sat there and said, um, what did he say? He said, did God really tell you you couldn't eat the fruit from the trees? And then Eve goes, well, God told me I could eat fruit from the trees except for this tree. And then Satan was kind of like, well, that's just because he doesn't want you to know the things he knows kind of deal. So I'm like, wow, that's really what happens in today's society. People will comment rude, negative things. Uh, Nothing is ever perfect enough. People throw doubt like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. All this doubt. And I feel like that is the biggest thing Satan likes to do is put doubt into your head. And so I sat there and I reread that over and over again and how God came down and he cursed women to have painful labors and then cursed Adam because obviously Eve had influence on Adam as well and said, hey, you can eat this apple and he ate it. And so now he has to do physical hard labor and Satan was cursed to slither on his belly because it was a serpent at the time, or it was a serpent. So slither on his belly and eat dust for all his life. And I was like, wow, that is rough. Okay. But it just goes to show the power of of God himself. He's like, okay, well, you're going to deny and go against what I told you. There's going to be consequences. And so I feel like that's the same with this podcast. God implanted the seed of, hey, do this podcast, and there was so much doubt that came with doing the podcast. And somebody said, I was watching a video, and somebody said, when it's a good thing and it leads people to Jesus and it leads you to Jesus, that Satan's going to come along and throw distractions your way, and there's going to be so much doubt going towards this because his goal is you're not like he doesn't want you to get closer to Jesus. So when something's a good thing and it's bringing you there, there's going to be a lot of spiritual warfare that you start to encounter. And that's exactly what happened. I started, I, I was so passionate about starting this podcast. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy it. I started doing my research. And I, at the end of the day, I ended up having a few things in my Amazon list. And I was like, how am I going to pay for this? I sat down with my husband. I said, I have a credit card. No doubt I was, I'm capable of putting it on my credit card, no problem and paying the credit card. But I was like, this is a decent amount of money that we don't really have to spend. So I I sat on it for a few days and I kept doubting myself. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy this. This is too much money. This podcast isn't even going to be successful like all this doubt. And and the more and more I realized that that was just Satan's work. And that wasn't even the scratch of the surface of how he tried to get to me. So I'll I'll go into that right now. And if you see me looking down, if you're watching, it's because I have a little list here. I'm trying not to ramble too much. But then I had a really demonic attack. So, and if you're 
a seasoned Christian or a baby Christian, I don't say this to scare you, but also I've heard of a lot of people experiencing this and I never believed it for myself. Before I got the Bible, actually, to veer off a little bit, before I got the Bible, my husband said, you know, when you get closer to God, these demonic attacks will happen to you. And I believed him. And I think that's um, a little bit of why I didn't get a Bible, too, is because I, I had that in the back of my head. And all his family has experienced something like this as well. And, you know, but they told me, don't be scared. Like, you're only supposed to fear God himself because he is the almighty. He's got the power. He can he can go in. I mean, if you didn't hear from earlier, he is the one why we have painful labors because we didn't want to listen. So I had this demonic attack. I was laying in bed and it was like a, it was sleep paralysis. I still can't tell you, honestly, if I was awake or if I was asleep. I'm just going to say I was in limbo kind of thing because I was laying there and it was the first night that I prayed out loud. And I was not someone to pray out loud ever. Like speaking out loud and praying out loud made me anxious. It made me feel a little bit embarrassed. It like I was just nervous doing it out loud for whatever reason. I have no idea. Or doing it in front of people even. Or speaking about God and Jesus made me super nervous. Like this is super uncomfortable for me, but I know I'm supposed to be doing it. So you know what? I got to get a little uncomfortable to, you know, have the blessings in my life. So this is what we're doing. I was laying there after I had gone on for 10 minutes, this long prayer for 10 minutes out loud, had it like recorded in my notes, and I went to sleep. I wake up, mind you, I'm just going to say in limbo. I was in limbo. I felt like I opened my eyes and I look over to where my um, closet bathroom areas. It's a little hallway and it was pitch black in my room. And I see this dark black figure of a person with its back towards me. And it was spewing a lot of just demonic language. I don't even know what it was saying. And I just heard like mumbling and I knew it was demonic and scary. And I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because it kind of freaked me out. Like when I think about it, it freaks me out. But in that moment, I wasn't really scared. It was kind of like, uh, who are you? Why are you here? You are not supposed to be here. And so I was trying to speak and pray. My body naturally started to speak and pray, but my mouth could not open. My body could not move. And I was like, mm -hmm. so I was trying to say like, you need to be gone. You are not welcome here. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my children, myself, my house is protected. And I just kept saying it kind of over and over again. And finally, my mouth came open and I said it again. And it like turned its head to look and its eyes were black. Its face was, I don't even know, it was just different shades of black, like shadowy on top of shadows on top of shadows. And then it was gone. And I think I was still asleep. I woke up at my normal time. I checked on my kids. I mean, they're in the room with me anyways. I checked on my kids and I was like, hmm, that's strange. So when my husband woke up, I explained this to him. 
And he goes, oh, I'm calling grandma. And I was like, yeah, let's call grandma. Let's let's get her over here to pray in this house. And we call his mom and we tell her what happened. And she was like, oh, yeah, me and grandma are going to come over. But I felt like I didn't need other people to come in my house to pray. Like the reason that had happened to me is because I was getting closer to God and it solidified that I was on the right path, you know. When those things happen, it's because you are now seen. You are seen by God and you are seen by what goes hand in hand with that. And that is Satan. And he does not want you getting there. So he came down to try and or came down. He he came here because he's here and tried to attack me. And I was not about to let that happen. So I told my husband, I said, we're going to pray. We're going to pray in this house, and I am going to make some anointing oil. I looked up how to do it. I, you know, prayed my own prayer because you, you never really know with people on social media, but um, I prayed my own prayer into the anointing oil and made it anointing oil and then anointed the whole home with my husband because the one thing Satan does not like is unity in marriage and husband and wife. He does not like that. So I was like, the stronger we can do this, the better. So my husband went around and anointed and I went around and I had my Bible in hand and I just like repeated prayers out of the Bible back to back to back in every single room. And I left the house for a few days just to kind of clear my head and bring my daughters out. And also I felt a little homesick at that point. And I just wanted to sit on the podcast thought. So I come back and everything was very stagnant, very still. It felt calm. It felt, it didn't feel homey like it normally did because that just happened, but it felt calm. Like it didn't feel creepy per se. And so I had my grandmother's rosary beads and I prayed with them and I just opened the Bible. And I honestly feel like whenever I've felt unat ease, I do. I, I lean on my Bible. I open my Bible. I read something from it. And it's so funny because every time I read the Bible, like I, I don't know if I said this, but like I've said, my jaw drops to the ground because I'm so shocked at like what I hear and the drama, the drama is so juicy, let me tell you. And so it was really Satan just trying to put these doubts and scare me away. And I'm like, listen, I know I'm on the right path by doing this podcast and, and talking to you guys because God is constantly showing me signs. So let's go into these like good signs because I'm sure you guys are like, uh, are you sure you're supposed to be doing this podcast? Because that that sounds like you're you're not. So after that happened and the doubt continued to play its part. Now, the verse I talked about earlier is a very key point in what I'm going to say. So I stopped dwelling on should I do this podcast or not? And I just sat there and I prayed on it for a little bit. And I was like, I asked God, I said, God, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then please give me confirmation, show me a sign. Um, But as of right now, I'm just gonna let it be. What it is, is what it is. If I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. And so it was like two hours after that, God was like, oh, I'm going to confirm this for you. 
So I was just sitting there on my phone and I scroll and I come across this person who I don't follow and they randomly popped up on my phone and it literally said, God is telling you to do the podcast. And I'm like, way to be blunt, way to be blunt. And so then I listened to what he had to say other than just reading it because that could have been enough for me. But then as I was listening, he said, someone out there is going to listen to your stories and it is going to save someone's life. God is calling you to be vulnerable, go out on social media and share my stories because it may seem silly to me and I may feel like, oh, no one's going to listen to this. This is the least of everyone's worries. He said it could save someone's life. And I've truly felt that way all the time. And whenever I talk to my friends and they're going through stuff in life, I always refer back to my personal experiences to try and help guide them and motivate them and inspire them to just keep going like it's okay, like it will pass. I even have my only tattoo and my first tattoo. It says, this too shall pass. And man, when I tell you this tattoo was so random it was random. I was driving. I was just driving. It was a rainy day. Zay and I actually were broken up. We weren't together. And I was like, I'm going to go get a tattoo. I was by myself. I only knew of one tattoo place around. So I drove there and I walked in and I said, do you guys take walk-ins? And they go, well, it depends. What do you want? I said, I just want a small tattoo, just something. I didn't know what I was going to get yet. And so I sit there and I'm scrolling through my phone and I come across a picture of this similar tattoo that I have uh, had saved in my phone for years. And I was like, I want this one, this one, because I was going through a hard time. So I sat that down and I wasn't scared because I thought I would be. And I just did it. And it may, it's making me emotional a little bit now because I just, I did it. I so blindly just got a tattoo that just so happened to be a verse in the Bible and it's on me forever. But guess what? I am never going to regret this tattoo because it, it, it keeps me going. Like this too shall pass is absolutely what I want you guys to take from all of my podcast videos and well, stories is that whatever you're going to, it'll pass. Like it will pass, it'll pass. And so there was that sign. And then he quoted again, Genesis one through six. Not He didn't exactly quote it ex- by verse by verse, but he did say, oh, it's like in Genesis when the serpent comes and tells Eve to eat the apple and throws doubt and distractions on her. And I'm like, that's exactly what's happening. And oh my God, I can't believe he said that because that's exactly what I was thinking when I recorded my own video and read it. And then some time passed. I still was continuing to doubt. And then one of my mentors that I was being mentored by when I did Monet, for those of you who don't know me and are new here, I promoted Monet for a little while on my Instagram and I had a mentor. And she also started a a podcast on faith all like all of a sudden kind of thing like she is a hardcore business owner down to the nitty nitty gritty talked about manifestation and all these things to take a turn and she's like nope I'm a woman of God now I'm giving my life to Christ 
And her first episode, she also quoted that, or her husband actually quoted that verse about the distractions and the doubt that Satan will put in your head. And I'm like, hmm, okay, I hear you. That's just another confirmation, another sign that I need to not listen to the doubt in my head and I need to just get on and start this podcast. So then I was like, okay, we're going to start this podcast. I went to my house one morning after dropping, or not my house, but my mom's house after dropping Nyella off. And I go to get all my camera equipment that I have because I wanted to see what do I have that I can start this podcast without buying anything. Because again, like I said earlier, the money to try and buy all the podcast stuff, I was like, "Mm, this is quite a chunk of change. And I don't know if I, I want to do this. So I proceed to go into my room and we're all moved out, but we have a few boxes there. And I grab one and I specifically remember when we were moving, there was one box just, it was just our camera equipment. It was just our electronics that was in the box. And I grab this box, all my camera equipment is sitting on the top and I pull it out and I look down and I see my devotional. But my devotional was sitting on top of my tarot cards that I used to dabble in. And I've actually even, I feel kind of shameful for it now because I questioned being on here and talking about the word of God, but I had no embarrassment or shame posting on social media about my tarot cards and trying to get people to have me do a tarot card reading for them. And I'm I'm thinking now like, oh, if I could if I could promote that, which is not okay and very much part of the satanic whatevers, uh why am I so embarrassed to speak the word of God? And so I was just like, nope, this is a sign. My devotional is literally laying flat on these tarot cards. I don't want them anymore. I don't feel called to do anything with them. And I grabbed my devotional and I was like, and it's crazy that my camera equipment isn't just my camera equipment. Like it is on top of these. So somebody moved something around uh, when they were cleaning the room up. And so I grab all my camera stuff and I grab my devotional and I bring it home with me. And I was like, okay, this is just another sign. Like the fact that I have my devotional in my hand and my camera equipment in my hand, it's a sign. So when you get signs from God, run with it, run with your signs of confirmation from God, because Satan is, he's alive and well, and he tries so hard to really get in our head. And it's a little scary, but as I'm learning, like I can't fear that. I have to fear God because God is the one that Satan goes and asks permission for everything. In Job, I was sitting in on a Bible study with my mother-in-law and she was reading Job. And I'll have to go back and read the exact scripture next time my podcast. I will, I'm sure I'll be more prepared. Um, this is my first. Like I said, I'm nervous. I'm not as prepared as I'd like to be. But anyways, Job. In Job, something happened where Satan actually had to ask permission from God to be able to do these things. And he asked God to touch so-and-so's hand because Satan could not. 
And that's exactly what happens in in life is everything that is happening, you know, Satan can't touch you. Satan couldn't touch so-and-so's hand. It was God. He had to ask God to touch him because Satan's got to ask permission and God can only touch us. Satan cannot. And all you have to say is Jesus and he's running. And that is a lot that I had to learn is whenever you're feeling unat ease, I encourage those of you who are listening to just pray, even if you don't know where to start or how to start. It's as simple as closing your eyes or not even closing your eyes. And even if it's in your head at first, because like I said, the first time I actually prayed out loud was this year. I've never prayed out loud prior to that. I always did it in my head. And in my head and in your head still works. You got to start somewhere. And so I just encourage you guys to, if there's something in your life where you're doubting or you just don't feel like you're on the right path, pray in your head. And it's as simple as saying, hey, God, do you hear me? I am coming to you to ask you to remove this doubt and these negative feelings that I have and to uplift them and to please, you know, give me clarity kind of thing. It's simple conversation. God is not judging you if you stutter, if you mispronounce something, nothing at all. We are our own biggest critics. And I think that's why it took me so long to finally get this video recorded as I was being so harsh and critical on myself. And I've probably, I've been recording for 30 minutes now. And I'm sure if I went and looked back on this whole podcast, I would cringe at some of the things I've said, or if I mispronounced something, or if I rambled on, and I would delete the whole video and want to start over. And I'm not going to do that. So if you have been listening this long, I am so grateful for you. And thank you for tuning into our first episode of Pursue Your Path. I'm starting to get emotional because I can't believe that this is live now. And the moral of the story is just Satan tries to scare you and tries to push you off your path, especially when you start giving your life to God. But, you know, I hope you will join this journey with me in pursuing God and Jesus. And I hope that you guys tune in next time for the next episode, because this makes me super excited. And I'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions and for me to learn something from you guys as well. So I'll see you next time. Bye.